Coming to you from Staten Island, New York, with over 30 years of expert real estate experience, offices in both New York and New Jersey, running a successful company with over 130 real estate agents. This is the podcast where we bring you value, education, and tips of the trade. This podcast is for both the agent and the client. This podcast is real. You're listening to Real Talk with Frank DiTomaso. Hey, it's Frank DiTomaso again, and thanks for tuning in to my podcast, Real Talk with Frank DiTomaso. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about Staten Island. A lot of things to know about Staten Island. And for people who are traveling around the world who have considered even possibly moving to New York City that might consider even moving to Staten Island, I'm going to give you some facts, some statistics, some great places to eat, some attractions, points of interest, etc. Staten Island is a great place. And believe it or not, Staten Island is one of New York City's boroughs. In some cases, it's considered the forgotten borough, and it's also considered the greenest borough because of the amount of parks and land. Before I get into the statistics and facts that I want to bring out to you, just a little bit about growing up here in Staten Island. I'm going back 50 years ago. You wouldn't believe in Staten Island there was a lot of farms, a lot of open land, the amount of good restaurants you could count on two hands. It just was undeveloped territory. And then in the mid-1960s came the Verrazano Bridge. With that transformed the whole landscape of Staten Island. It became very populated, very built up, very developed to where it is today. It is still relatively easy to get around the island. So let me tell you about some facts and statistics about Staten Island. So going back 50 years ago, I used to get my friends and we used to just pick a property in our neighborhood. A big flat piece of open land and play stickball or play flag football because that's how much land there was. It belonged to somebody, obviously, but nobody gave us a hard time. We just used to go on a play. And if I go back to those same locations now, there's either townhouses or detached houses or buildings. I couldn't even pinpoint exactly where it was where we used to play. So now 50 years later, here we are. Staten Island, all built up, and we've made a lot of progress. There's a lot of great restaurants, a lot of great parks, shopping, transportation. It's really come around full circle. Staten Island is a great place to live, to work, to dine. The attractions are great. Let me give you some great restaurants, in case if you're interested. And even if you live in the New York City area and you plan on coming to Staten Island for dinner or to sightsee or whatever, here's a couple of good places you may want to consider. For Chinese, Jade Island. Jane Island is a staple. Empire East and Crown Palace. For bakeries, you got Alfonso's. Very famous for their cannolis. The Cake Chef, terrific place. In fact, a lot of the agents in my company, they go there for pastry, they go, for, they go there for coffee, espresso, cappuccino. What a great place. And Hultemans. Hultemans is another staple. In fact, Hultemans is a, is a German bakery that's been around over 100 years. My favorite there are the crumb buns. They're awesome. As far as pizzerias go, we have the best right here in Staten Island. In fact, they're world-renowned. You have Danino's, Joe and Pat's, Lee's Tavern, Ciro's. These are some of the finest pizzerias you're ever going to go to. And for Italian restaurants, wow. 
I tell you, we're very spoiled living here in Staten Island. We got the best of the best. We have Angelina's, Brioso's, Trattoria Toscano, Angelina's Kitchen, Trattoria Romano. It goes on and on. But these restaurants are terrific. So if you're in the mood for a great restaurant, any of those that I just mentioned to you, guarantee you, you'll love them all. So let's talk about some points of interest. This is where Staten Island's pretty cool. You could be driving to a very modern neighborhood, then all of a sudden come across a really old house that piques your interest, and you look at it, and you're like, whoa, what's that? So if you're driving down Richmond Road, you're going to see this house right in the middle of Dongan Hills on Richmond Road, and there's a little old white house called the Perrine House. This house is like 300 years old. It's got Indian arrows. I mean, this is a museum that they turned it into now, and, and uh, it's, it's very cool. You have to call up or look on the website. It's called the Perrine House, and you can go on a website, and you can check and see what the hours are. But that is definitely a, a point of interest for Staten Island. Then you also have the Conference House in Tottenville that George Washington once visited. You have the Tibetan Museum. You have Snug Harbor Cultural Center. So there's a lot of history right here in Staten Island. Then you have the parks. Now, Staten Island, being the greenest of the boroughs, believe it or not, has 170 parks. It has 18 dog parks. But there are dog parks all over Staten Island. And with 170 parks, there's always a place to enjoy some park life, walk around. You can hike. Just to give you a few names, you have Miller Field. You have Clove Lakes, Silver Lake Park, Wolf's Pond Park. You have Goodyear Park. And there's a whole lot more. But those are some of the popular ones. And as far as the attractions go in Staten Island, Staten Island has a, a nice mall. It's called the Staten Island Mall. And recently, they added a big extension to it. Staten Island is also home to the Empire Outlets, which is in St. George, near the St. George Ferry. Then there's the Staten Island Museum. And very soon, they're in the process of constructing the Boulevard, which is on Highland Boulevard in Newtop. And that's going to be the newest shopping center. That's going to be home to an AMC dining movie theater. I believe in LA Fitness and a Red Lobster and just a lot of other stores. So those are some attractions, some great eateries. For anybody interested in coming to Staten Island, there's a few things that you can do for the work community. Believe it or not, Staten Island is the wealthiest borough. The median household is 73197 which is more than any other borough in New York City, even more than Manhattan. Manhattan's is close, though. Manhattan's is 72,871. Queens is in third place with 57,720. Brooklyn and Bronx came in last with 48,201 and 34,299 per household. Here's another interesting fact. Twice, Staten Island tried to secede from New York City, meaning I tried to go independently on its own, and both times it failed. So it is still considered one of New York City's boroughs, and probably will be that way for a long time. Here's another funny statistic. We've acquired a lot of deer. Now, could you imagine a borough in New York City having deer? We have hundreds of them. In fact, a lot of neighbors have deer in their backyards. So with that, that's some information I hope you enjoyed hearing that you can use if you're thinking of coming to Staten Island to visit or even if you're looking to move to Staten Island. My next guest on the next podcast is a gentleman who's lived in 15 countries to only end up here in Staten Island. And he loves it here. His name is T.W. Hughes. So be sure to tune into the next podcast as I interview T.W. 
He's a real estate agent. He's a true gentleman. He's a Cornell graduate. He's a bright guy. He's loving the real estate business. But he's got some interesting things to talk about as far as where he's lived throughout his life and how he ended up here in Staten Island. Once again, everybody, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Real Talk with Frank D. Tommaso. If you'd like more information about myself or my company, go to dtommaso.com or you can visit Facebook at dtommaso Real Estate or dtommaso Real Estate NJ on Instagram, dtommaso underscore real underscore estate. And don't forget to subscribe and download. This has been a Biagi Films produced podcast.